I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Cantobite Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily! Hi, Brittany! How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It is currently Super Bowl Sunday, and my house is filled with a menu of many sweets, many savory items, and it feels like Christmas, to be honest. Wow, that sounds good. I know. Like, I I enjoy that we have all decided to, you know, spend this lovely American holiday together as a family. And Carlos included. Carlos is currently inside the living room, probably getting some of the donuts that my sister and my mom got from the store today. But I don't know. I just think it's nice because I saw pictures in Tampa today of everyone there just like hanging out like nothing no, nothing's going on so i'm just happy that we're just secluded in our little home eating a bunch of sweets and getting fat yeah that sounds like a better plan i know how have you been we took a week off so yeah um we took some off i was not feeling well so and honestly there wasn't much to talk about anyway so it sort of worked out but yeah no i'm okay That's good. Uh, have you been watching any shows? Um, I've been watching a little bit more Peaky Blinders, and I have been watching WandaVision. You gotta tell me what you thought of WandaVision. I, for, well, okay. One, I'm very glad that I was not spoiled for the reveal on that episode. I had seen enough reactions to know something big was happening, and I suspected it would be a mutant or an X-Men thing just because people seemed really surprised. And I'm like, well, I don't think people would be that surprised if it were like Doctor Strange or something. Since everybody just sort of assumes he's coming on the show at some point. So, but in my head, I was like, like Quicksilver never even entered, entered my head. So, like, I was like, it's gonna, like, it's gonna be fucking Professor X or something, which actually would have been way cooler for me personally, because I don't give a shit about Quicksilver. But it was cool. It's 
interesting. It's more interesting in terms of like its implications than anything else. And quite frankly, if we're going to have Quicksilver, I would rather have the MCU Quicksilver than, I mean, I would rather have the X-Men Quicksilver than the MCU Quicksilver because I don't particularly like Evan Peters, but he's way better than that Aaron, whatever the fuck his name is. Because <laughs> that dude fucking sucks. Oh my God. Yeah. That reminds me of, I was eating dinner with my sister and my brother the other day. And he was like, yeah, I was sleeping and I woke up to, that's Quicksilver from the X-Men. Because <laughs> my sister was watching it with my dad. Her dad's like, who is that? My sister's like, that's the guy from X-Men. <laughs> oh, man. But what a bummer. But I think that that just teaches us that maybe we should be quiet when we watch things. But That's funny. It's been re- what a way, what a way to find out. It's been really fun, like seeing the family excitement for this show. Because I always forget, like how big into Marvel my sister is, and she just found Araj's YouTube channel, and she's like, "Oh my god, these guys are so good at what they do." I'm like, "I know, I've been listening to them for a couple of years." That's funny. And it just it's funny now, like her her like slowly like getting into this little world. And it was funny too because I I I was on a roll with accidentally fi- finding spoilers the other night. Because I was watching Gossip Girl like all week. Like I got through like season four in less than a week. And I'm finally on season five. Um Gossip Girl spoilers. Um Blair's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know who the fuck the dad was. And I was getting so annoyed because it was one in the morning. I wanted to go to sleep, but I couldn't go to sleep until finding out who the father of Blair's child is. <laughs> and I know that there is not a child at the end of Gossip Girl. So, like, I knew something happened. So, I searched Blair's baby on on Google and I accidentally found out how the season finale, what happens during then... Uh, what happens to Blair's baby? Then I accidentally go on Twitter and see Pietro's head trending. So I'm just like, oh, okay, like maybe there's going to be like a scary scene with Pietro's head. And then it gets to the point at the end of the episode when the doorbell rings or something and she goes, and it's Evan fucking Peters. Like, I was surprised. Like, I was more surprised in finding out that Luke Skywalker was being in The Mandalorian surprised. It's. It's a big, like, weird thing in terms of where they go from here. It is. And I saw a bunch of, like, conspiracy theories just about what happened because uh, they filmed, like, the prequels and they were in the 80s. And so Evan Peters is 80s Evan Peters. And then... I would die if I see Michael Fassbender. Like, I don't know why, but after watching him in Jobs, like, I love him. Like, I would fuck him as Steve Jobs because he's just that that asshole that just doesn't give a shit about anyone but himself. And I love that. I don't know why, but I just, I love Michael Fassbender now after watching the Steve Jobs movie. But, oh my God, that'd be so cool to see him. And just introducing all the X-Men into the MCU is insane. Yeah, and it really is like the only, in my head, the only way to do it is for Wanda or somebody else with 
that much power rips them into the universe because I don't want to see like X-Men origins because I mean, the whole thing with the mutants is the mutants exist and they're like, it's not like, you know, somebody randomly getting superpowers. It's this, you know, next stage in human development. And so there's been, you know, decades of history of it. And I don't want to get bogged down and all that. I just want the X-Men to be there. I just love the idea of these two worlds colliding and knowing that Deadpool is going to be an MCU just entertains me so much with just all the jokes that he could possibly do. I, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when they announced Deadpool, like we're doing, I'm like, okay, that means they are for sure like quickly bringing in the X-Men because they, they exist in Deadpool. So it'll be interesting to see how it's all handled. I I was thinking that WandaVision is going to be the show that does this or at least starts it in motion, but this this is an, not a way of doing it that I had thought of. You see, this is what I'm talking about, about blowing minds and doing something new. Star Wars, what are you doing? Like, why don't you watch some episodes of WandaVision? And I don't know, maybe get some ideas, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I am excited for the future of the show. This makes me a little concerned about how the Winter Soldier and the Bucky show is going to be. Because, like, how good this is. And I feel like that's just going to be action, adventure, gore, violence, punching, yeah. car racing. I think that's just going to be a superhero show. And it might, like, be an okay one, but it's not going to be a particularly interesting one. Yeah. I just can't wait to see more of Evan Peters. I haven't seen Evan Peters since uh, American Horror Story. I didn't watch any of the Marvel or the the X-Men movies. And I think it's time for me to dip my feet into the X-Men pool. I mean, the X-Men, there is a lot of, of hit and miss going on there. But I fucking love Fassbender as... Eric and I love um, McAvoy as Charles and that was a hard thing because going into those movies after having Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen that's a really hard act to follow yeah but I think they I think they did a really good job of it Um, especially Fassbender Fassbender's Magneto is great I know I saw I've seen the first movie and I really liked that. That was really good. I haven't seen the other ones, though. I heard the Phoenix one wasn't too good with Sophie Turner. Uh, yeah. 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 They've done Dark Phoenix twice now in the movies, and it's been shitty both times because it is a storyline with decades of lead up to it. And they just go, no, we're just going to we're just going to do it in one movie. And it's going to be fine. And then it's not fine. And it's stupid. That's annoying. Yeah. So I want to know. I'm going back to Gossip Girl here. When did you stop? Like, when did you, Emily, back then stop? I think sometime in season four. 
from what I remember of like going through some recaps, like season, like beyond season four is when I like stop recognizing names. Yeah, because there are some new characters in season five. Like there's a lady that Nate likes and I'm like, she looks familiar. Like, I feel like I've seen her in this show before, but like, I don't want to go on the internet to find out because I don't want to get spoiled more. But I'm getting to the point now where, I mean, I obviously, like I saw the spoiler, so I knew I know too much. So I'm going to like give myself a pause on the gossip girl world. But like, everyone is awful. Like, Dan all of a sudden is in love with Blair. Okay, I, I'm i going to call it now. I think Dan is Gossip Girl because he's a fucking snake. And I I think he's Gossip Girl. I think it's between him and Nate. And I don't want to know until I watch the finale. But I really do think it's between them because Dan's a writer. He's doing all this book stuff. And then he wrote the story about Blair that Vanessa anonymously published like gave it to like a publisher or something okay she is pretty bad too like she's been on the sidelines for like a long time but i would put her below of jenny because she's just annoyingly awful because the whole season or it was this end of season three plot where the one lady is mad because Serena put her brother in jail because of the whole sleeping with the teacher fiasco when she wasn't sleeping with the teacher. Mom heard a rumor, so then she sued the school, and the school's like, okay, uh, we'll put him in jail, and then we'll put Serena back at Constance. Like, and, then, and then like Serena's like with this guy for a couple weeks, and I'm like, oh, my God, but no, back to that. So this lady um, teams up with Vanessa and Jenny, and drugs Serena and like almost kills her. Like I just I can't believe how insane the show has gotten. Like it's bananas. It's pretty intense. And this last season, at the end of season four, you know the battle of the hotel dudes. One of them kidnaps Blair and tries to burn her down with a building. That's what the <laughs> fuck is that? And then her and Chuck have one last night at a bar mitzvah and then she ends up getting pregnant. I think it's Chuck's because I I I know that she said that she slept with Louie a bunch, but I know how fate is. I think that child was was Chuck's. But I don't know. I I'm interested to see you know how all of that goes. Louie's sister's annoying cuz she wants the crown. I, I don't care who gets the crown. All I want is for Blair and Chuck to find their way back to each other because they're making the world a shitty place but not being together. They make <laughs> everything so complicated when they're not together. Just be together. And then, like, Dan and Serena are still playing footsies with each other even though they're, they're step-siblings now. That's the weirdest thing to me, that they can't get over each other even though they only dated for... I don't know. Like, they dated for a year. And then Dan likes to turn it into two years. I'm like, no, you've known her for more than two years. You were only with her for, like, less than a year. Because then you broke up. And then you got back together during summer. Then you broke up again. Then she got back with some other guys. And then she was with Nate for a little bit. Because, like, Nate all of a sudden is in love with her again. And then Twilight was popular. So then they decided to do the, oh, Nate versus Dan who is she going to pick and then Serena's like I'm my own person I'm gonna pick myself and then she goes to Hollywood and becomes like 
she's working on movies and shit and now they're back in new york and then they found they found her her cousin but her cousin is not really her cousin her cousin was paid off by her aunt and we're gonna find out what the fuck that all means i don't know it's just it's so much and i just need a mental break because i am exhausted of the world of gossip girl because i am that guy in that in that meme where he's pointing to the map and there's a bunch of things on the map like i don't even know what i'm saying i don't know what's going on i don't know where i am right now but i am consumed in this life to be fair this show was meant to be watched like over a period of years not five seasons in a month you know you're probably right but i i am just so impressed with this show and how it's aged and how I go from hearing, you know, Justin Timberlake songs in the first season to Jason Derulo. Like, I love the advancement of music and I know what's going on. Like, I can see myself like, oh, like they were filming this and I was 15 years old and I was going through this. I was listening to these songs. I remember when this song was really popular. Like, I really like that. I think that aspect is really cool. Like going back and being like, okay, what was popular? But it's funny because it's like they're filming this in New York and it hit me. I'm like, Emily lives in New York. <laughs> I do live in New York. Do you, I mean, obviously you rec- you recognize like all the places like where they've been. Have you ever like been somewhere and been like, hey, that's where Dorota and Blair go to the duck pond. <laughs> I mean, we're not exactly like hanging out in the same spots in the city, you know. I don't spend a lot of time on the Upper East Side. Yeah, I think the next time that if I ever go back to New York, I think definitely it's going to be when it's not in the summer because New York in the summer, I I don't like it. I don't like it, Emily. I don't I don't know how you do it. I I don't like it. But I'm going to spend some time on the Upper East Side and I am going to get all my Blair Waldorf out. I'm going to I am going to I am I'm going to be the Blair of New York up the Upper East Side. No. I don't know. But I think it's interested me in I don't know just like the whole like fairy tale of the Upper East Side because I I never used to really think about New York but now I'm starting to think about like New York a little more and it just it's interesting just like the life the life of New Yorkers I would I would say you know Gossip Girl is not a particularly accurate representation Oh, God, no. Um, these are the eyes of, like, really unnecessarily rich kids, which are, it's crazy, like, how rich these people are, and it's impossible. Like, you know, one of the seasons where Jenny gifts her friends, like, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of, like, handbags, and I'm like, no, like, you couldn't afford, okay, <laughs> but for real, though, like, Jenny last, the last season was awful she tried to split her dad and her stepmom up she slept with okay so she slept with chuck that was both of their faults but i couldn't believe that that happened like seeing blair's reaction to that holy shit and that she banished jenny like i thought that was just going to last like a you know a day but when jenny came back for the tim gunn interview holy shit like blair was still like she wanted to kill her I mean, Jenny does suck. I can understand wanting to kill Jenny. And seeing how she looked, like, after 
that she slept with Chuck was just so awful. And then seeing how Chuck was about to propose to Blair and Dan just punches him again in the face. Like, I felt like I was watching the pilot over again. Like, it was just, it was crazy just how things happen and how and why that happened. Because it's like, you're thinking like, oh my God, like this is a little girl. This is a grown ass man sleeping with a little girl. And just, I, I couldn't believe it. But I mean, I don't know. I hope that Jenny's a better person. And I mean, I know that we're probably not going to see her for a while again. Because she pops in every now and then. But I mean, she's banished from the Upper East Side. So you know what happens when you're banished from the Upper East Side. God damn. It's just uh, the drama of the show is hilarious. And Serena used to be like a favorite of mine because I love Blake Lively. Like I love her aesthetic. I love her. I love her and her husband. Like they're good people. But Serena, since she was looking for her dad, has just become like so selfish. And her trying to split up her parents because like she wants her dad back with her mom. But then finding out that her her dad was giving her mom fake cancer or something. And then... Just the decisions that she makes, you know, she was holding Ben and Dan, or Dan, Dan and Nate on the string being like, okay, which one am I going to choose? I'm going to text them both, you know, just the mind games. Like, you're better than that, Serena. Like, go back to like when you were okay in season one. I don't know, but I think Blair's my favorite. Blair's definitely my favorite. I feel bad for her now, though, because, you know, she's pregnant, you know, she's about to get married, like, she's living her life dream, but I can still see that, like, she misses Chuck, and, you know, part of her still wants Chuck, even though, you know, she's getting married, and her whole, like, everything that Blair Waldorf has ever wanted is coming true, but then, like, she still feels like something's missing, that that must be, like, an awful feeling, but of course I'm talking about fictionalized characters that live in... (laughs) in massive houses who go to uh paris for the summer like i just i i love that just they go to paris during the summer go to their favorite patisseries get some patisseries <laughs> there's a little for those listening there's a little hair flip that goes along with that it's pretty great patisseries but yeah <sighs> yeah I don't know. I'm exhausted. I've been watching way too much Gossip Girl. And it's sometimes it's hard for me to like get back to like reality. And by doing that, I've just been watching like Bake Off because I'm like, this is pure. This is nice. Like I was running this morning and watching Paul and Mary make Easter goodies. That sounds good. Now, let's see. I've been watching a little bit of Peaky Blinders, which it's not a good show. It's one of those shows that like thinks it's a prestige television, you know, but is just not particularly good and is kind of ridiculous and silly, but is ridiculous and silly in a good way. And has, I got to say, a good cast. Um, Because I just, I'm in season two now and that's when Tom Hardy comes in. And fuck, I love Tom Hardy. But it is, it's a ridiculous fucking show. Um, And then I've been watching old episodes of Poirot because just, you know, it's nice to have a little hour contained mystery and then everything gets wrapped up in the end and it's over. And the murderer is always caught in some incredibly clever way. That's pretty good. I can't wait till I'm done with Gossip Girl. It's just, it's 
it has taken over me. But also, shout out to Catherine, because for some reason, I've been watching a lot of, like, old Survivor videos on YouTube, or, like, when they, like, go into care certain people and talk about, like, their strategy. Like, because I know there's American Survivor and there's, like, Australian Survivor, but I always think of Catherine because I know that she's, like, a big Survivor person. But yeah. I was watching, like, old clips from like one of like the earlier seasons like one of the first like all-star seasons where um just a bunch happens and I was just like man like Catherine would love this shit so I've been meaning to tell Catherine about it so now I'm telling Catherine about it hi Catherine (laughs) (laughs) it's a good mode of communication I know I I love communicating with people via podcast because it's good it's it's always nice when you're listening to something and you hear your name or you hear yourself mentioned. You're like, oh, my God, that's me. They're talking to me. <sighs> well, I'm glad you, like, wa- you liked WandaVision. I'm glad that you enjoyed my exhaustive review of Gossip Girl. Um, there's not much Star Wars news other than there was... Something that George Lucas said a couple of days ago, and I couldn't get the tweet up exactly, but alluded to the fact that Jedi aren't celibate and they just can't form them attachments. Yeah, and I don't, this was one of those like, you know, it was like the Star Wars facts or whatever. So I have no idea when George Lucas actually said this because I didn't see the context. I just saw the tweet and it was that they can't, yeah, they're not supposed to be in like relationships that are committed or where there's like like jealousy involved or something like that but i don't know it's one of those things where i'm like okay you guys say that but then star wars is one of the most sexless franchises that exists yeah i mean it's interesting because it makes more sense why you know everyone saw that anakin and padme were like always hanging out and they were just like, well, they're probably just fucking. Like, that's fine. Like, you can fuck, but you just can't form attachments. Which, I mean, I think they'd be pretty dumb to not think that they form an attachment. Because Anakin is a pretty soft. He's a he's a softie. And he, you know, has attachments to his master, to Ahsoka, to, you know, obviously Padme. So, yeah, they, maybe, like, they should have seen that. But I think it's interesting that, you know, to say that Jedi aren't celibate. Because I think I remember in, like, the expanded universe or something, like, Keati Mundi had, like so many wives and so many kids because like the, he was like kind of the last of his species and like they need to reproduce you know to make his species like not go extinct so he had a father lots and lots and lots of lots of kids and i think that should be canon there should be a show about that <laughs> like big love but it's with kia d yeah by the way i think it's hilarious that just through the power of Blue Harvest, I will never pronounce that character's name correctly again. Because it's Kiati. But it's Kiati. But because of fucking Blue Harvest, I'm always going to say Kiati. Kiati Mundi. Yeah, I... Like I said, it's one of the things where I'm like, okay, but... Just, it's it's... And actually, I think it's very much a Disney th- thing, for sure, because this is the same way with the MCU, which is just sex doesn't exist. That's sad. 
like I feel like that episode of WandaVision where they're like making fun of the whole separate beds thing is actually like one of the first like actual sex references you get in a Marvel thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's it's interesting about the Jedi thing about how they they're not celibate, but they just can't form attachments. Like it, it's thinking about like in like normal world, like how hard it is to not form attachments like that. There's possibly like many one night stands in the Star Wars universe, but think about like how many uh, four sensitive children are out in the world now because you know a Jedi had a one night stand. That's probably why after Revenge of the Sith, like, there's so many of these Jedi popping up because we used to only think that Obi-Wan and Yoda were, like, the only Jedi left after the Jedi Purge. But now, all of a sudden, there's all these people. There's a video game. There's Ezra Bridger and Kanan Jarrus. Like, there's definitely now knowing this, no, that there's a lot more Jedi out there that we don't know about. Yeah, I... And look, I'm not saying that Star Wars needs to become like softcore porn or anything like that, but you could you could you could maybe like admit that, you know, sex exists in the universe. Yeah, that would be nice nice to know. Cause it's like this just this hidden thing. Like it just it doesn't exist. Like the stork brings down the kids and that's it. Like this is just Dumbo. Or you're waiting on the train to go to the circus and Mr. Stork comes down with Dumbo. Like that's that's not how it works. Even though like even, Dumbo yeah. was cute. That's not how it works. Even in like the Mandalorian where you don't they're not fucking Jedi. It's still like we're just gonna Maybe, like, there's this pretty woman who I met in a, meet in a village and we're going to look longingly at each other. But then that's it. I don't know. I think that's that's interesting. I just think it's funny that... Because I feel like I've heard this before, but I think it's funny that it was, like, trending recently, that, like, Jedi fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, the whole attachment thing is incredibly stupid anyway and has seemingly only ever led to bad things happening but it's nice to know that you know they can still have a booty call if they want so i'm trying to find a picture of who's on the jedi council jedi council members who because okay there's plo koon mace windu yoda kiati uh shak t obi-wan um, let me try to find like a picture of like all of them. And I want to ask you, who would be your one night stand? Okay. I sent you the link right now of meet the masters. And it could be anyone from like the beginning of the Phantom Menace to like Revenge of the Sith because technically um, in the middle of Revenge of the Sith, Anakin is on the Jedi Council. Not saying that you would choose Anakin because I 100% know that you wouldn't. I am just saying for anyone else who wants to play this game with us, who would be your one night stand on the Jedi Council? 
if this ever loads, then I will take a look. Do 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 do. Okay. Um, so we have Kiati, we have Plokloon, we have Mace Windu, we have Yoda, we have Jassi Teen, we have Yaddle, we have Peel, we have Ernesis, who else do we have? Oh, we have long neck person. Kit Fisto. I mean, Kit Fisto is pretty fucking ripped in Clone Wars. That is true. Um, man, there's a whole bunch of people I've never fucking heard the name of before. Maybe Shakti. Shakti is pretty cool. Um, I'm going with, I'm going with Poe Kloon. Ooh, that's a good one. He always seemed cool and I bet he's a good time. I think he would be considerate. And then he's just going to leave you alone afterwards because he can't form attachments. That's a good idea because I feel like my easy answer would be Obi-Wan because like I'm fond of Obi-Wan Kenobi like he is a beautiful man but I feel like that is like such an easy answer and I want to challenge myself almost and look at these other Jedi and seeing you know their redeeming qualities. Um, Mace Windu that would be fun. Mace Windu is a cool guy but he's kind of an asshole but I like assholes. I think he's the wrong kind of asshole, though. I just don't think he'd be very fun. Yeah. And back what you said about Kit Fisto. Like, Kit Fisto's ripped. Like, Kit Fisto's funny. He has the jokes. He can swim really well. So I think I'm going to go with Kit Fisto as my one-night stand. Okay. Like, fucking Kit Fisto in the ocean or something? That sounds romantic, doesn't it? With, like, the waves and, like... I mean, it seems like you're going to get stuff in places you don't want to get stuff, but. No, I'll make sure I'm like not in the sand because like I don't want like a, I don't I don't want like a yeast infection or something or like a UTI. Yeah. Like I'm good. Like I don't I don't need that. But maybe like something like romantic, like in the water or like in like a swimming pool. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> like a nice romantic swimming pool that's like heart shaped <laughs> or something and in thinking of valentine's what? day coming what up soon shitty las vegas hotel are you and kit fisto in? i'm just kidding i hate knowing how much i hate valentine's day i i i hate that i remembered those words but i don't know yeah maybe a jacuzzi jacuzzis are nice and warm maybe he'd like a jacuzzi fuck there you go yeah i bet kit fisto gets down yeah. He does he not that does not seem like a celibate dude. Oh god no. So does long neck guy. I feel like long neck guy fucks too. Yarl poof. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, let us uh, let us know who your one night stand would be on the Jedi Council because I definitely feel like as a Jedi Council member, like the unspoken rule is one night stands are bust. So let us know. <sighs> well, I don't think there's any other Star Wars news. No, um, the Claudia Gray book came out for the High Republic, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, hopefully next week I'll have something to say about it. That's good. And I hear the High Republic show on YouTube is doing really well, too. Oh, that's good. Despite people being awful, racist assholes. I know. I know. I saw a couple weeks ago that something was trending. Like, they were having, or people were having, like, a little, like, we love, like, Gina Carano party. And Jesus. They were, it was just, it was weird. It was like, she came on and said, hey, guys, thanks for the support. Because I guess she was really hurt that, like, people don't want her on The Mandalorian anymore because she's an awful human being. Yeah. Thank you. I was trying to choose the the best words to describe her. But yeah, I guess that she doesn't like the people don't like that she's not a great human being because she's not a great human being. So like she wanted to like create like a vent for herself to make her feel like she was a better human being by making people believe that she's a better human being, but she's not. So it just defeats the purpose. But anyways, <laughs> I mean, she could try not being a gross like transphobic covid denier that might help people like her more yeah like maybe like she could like sit down and like educate herself um yeah there's this thing going on in the in bachelor nation right now where people are finding pictures of the supposed final one who a couple years ago went to like a plantation themed like dance for one of her sororities and i'm just like how can someone be that fucking stupid I mean, people still do, like, fucking plantation weddings and shit. People are insane. I I just, I can't just believe. It just, it, it's just so easy to sit yourself down and, you know, educate yourself. You know, like, that's what I did for, like, a really long time. Because, like, I grew up really sheltered. Like, I didn't know who Newt Gingrich was. Like, my friends would always joke around about Newt Gingrich. And I was always like, who the fuck is Newt Gingrich? And, you know, I had to educate myself. And, you know, I'm so glad that I have people around, you know, like Emily, you know, who like, help, like, educate me. Because, like, I just feel like now, like, I feel like I'm such a better human being because I know what's going on in the world. But I don't know. People are people are terrible, and it sucks because like they can easily sit themselves down and educate themselves and try to become better people. But unfortunately, they don't want to be better people. And that's why we're here talking about them. Because come on, guys, it's easy. Like read, you know, go on the internet, you know, and I'll talk to friends, see what they think. You know, friends are good people because they tell you the truth because they're your friends. They love you. They want the best for you. They don't want you to be a racist. They don't want you to be homophobic or anything. Like they want you to be good, awesome, great. Because they believe that in you. So be a good friend and be a good friend to others. And watch Gossip Girl. <laughs> Most importantly, watch Gossip Girl. Yeah, because I just, I, I, I really want to sit steel down and 
talk to him about Gossip Girl because like I don't think he's like prepared to you know talk about because I I almost want to find an episode I think probably like this season five finale like I want to message him and be like hey I'm not going to watch this until you watch it with me we're going to record this because like I I need I need to see how you should do that I guess maybe possibly Hello, Steel. Let me know if that is okay with you. But I don't know. I think that'd be fun. Again, again, you can, you, I'm sure have Steel's phone number. You can fucking message him and be like, hey, you don't have to do hey. it through the podcast. But yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Then I have a long time from the season five finale anyways. I'm only on like episode like three or four or something. So like okay, we have so we it'll have time. only be like three or four days until you're through that no i it's going to be a long week it's carlos's week off because he always takes the week of the super bowl (laughs) which is the most adorable thing i've ever heard of but yeah he takes the week off so i'm just gonna hang out with him all week and i think he has something you know like i know people who have like taken the monday off because they know they're going to be partying pretty hard on sunday but taking the whole week He's just tired. Work is very hard for him. He works he works a lot and especially the holidays are rough and this is his time to just like relax. You know, he got through the holidays. He did it. And you know, he he deserves it too. You know, he's he's been through a lot this past fucking year. He needs a little break. So, and he has something cute planned i think for valentine's day and you won't tell me and i i love surprises but like at this point like they kill me because especially with like a pandemic going on like how do you do surprises with a pandemic so like i'm always asking questions and i'm getting to the point now like for the first time ever that he might be like all right yo you you might be annoying but he would never say that because i know i can be annoying but i just i need to know things but Mm -hmm. also it's it's cute that he surprises me because I'm really hard to be surprised. Like I'm, I'm very smart. Like I know things. Like I know when he's lying. So it's really, okay. it's really entertaining. But yeah, watch Gossip Girl. Let me know if you're on a Gossip Girl journey right now, where you are, because I feel like so much has changed from like when they were at Constance, like to now. Because now, you know, Blair went from. You know, being the queen bee at Constance to being engaged to a prince. So you never know what could happen. Quite the journey. It's such a journey. I love it. I hate it. I have so many feelings about it. It's taken over me. Yeah, you've really gone off the fucking deep end. I have to. This is all I have right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't know. I go through phases with TV shows. And I think right now my phase is Gossip Girl. I really miss my Scandal phase because that was a good show. And I was like, this isn't terrible. And like, this is cool because like they're in Washington, D.C. And, you know, someone's running for president this day and someone's doing this this day and there's an affair. And I I don't know, but an affair with the president. Like, how fun is that? You know, someone just having on and off relationship with the president. Like, that just... I don't know. I couldn't imagine having an affair with Joe Biden, but I don't know. His dogs are cute. <laughs> I think I think I respect Joe Biden too much to have an affair with Joe. <laughs> they are cute dogs. 
Oh, beautiful. I know she posted a video the other day reminding people to wear masks because I guess people are forgetting for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, Champ and Major were there and they're just beautiful boys. I love them. I love them dearly. But but yeah, um, do you have anything else? You know, any else Star Wars? Anything else just in general? I don't think there's anything else, is there? Nothing else happened in Star Wars. Uh, nothing else happened in Star Wars. I don't think anyone's been awful lately, thank God, so. Or nothing's just, nothing's just going on. I don't know. I feel like we we're going to hear, like, Bad Batch news soon, because I, I always hear that it's coming soon, and I, I honestly can't wait for a bad bat no I'm kidding <laughs> I mean it's it'll be nice to watch something Star Wars on Disney plus but I'm not like counting down the days till the bad batch no it's not high on my priority list yeah huh, well yeah um Emily where can we find you and the podcast on social media uh I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantabitePod. You can send us in emails, um, CantabitePod at gmail.com. You know, let us know which member of the Jedi Council you would have a one night stand with. Or send us questions or thoughts on Gossip Girl or whatever. Or let me know when to stop talking about Gossip Girl because I think it's become obvious that I don't know when to stop. So please tell me if I need to stop. But you can find me on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger and Twitter as Canto Brit. Alrighty. I guess we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go It's time to serenade my girl Lindo Sorry the ladies where I had to say no But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto No shame in the game Make even Rogue One seem tame But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main Yeah, that's fire Love on the rocks leaves the love on my socks Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock Canto bite Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E&B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches all my Canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch With Canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fruity Dude I didn't forget This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse B at Scum and Villainy King Tom Death Watch The most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time so I shouted Raj too You know the list ain't complete without lesson boo 
This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top threes And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.